0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Week 11 preview episode of the Bears Talk Underground is brought to you by MyBookie. Remember, guys, who you're betting on is just as important as who you are betting with. And that's why I always tell my people to bet with MyBookie. They are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is so easy to use. And here's the deal with MyBookie. Make a deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern, and they'll give you an additional $25 in free play on deposits over $100. And join now, and MyBookie will match your deposit Dollar for dollar, use the promo code Bears twenty five to activate the offer. Visit mybookie online today. That's mybookie m y b o o k i e, and don't forget to use the promo code Bears twenty five when creating your account to claim up to a thousand dollars in free play. So it's up to you guys. But wait, after seven pm, right after the kickoff of this uh, disastrous it's disastrous for us bear fans because Green Bay's already winning um, Thursday night game. And you get your extra $25 in free play as well. So head on over to MyBookie. And uh, they I, I just got an inkling of a new deal, a new offer. You guys are going to love it. We're going to announce it next week. You guys are going to love that. its you, You're all going to want to get on this. Trust me. Believe me, you're going to want to get in on it. And it can only be found with MyBookie. You play, you win, you get paid. This week on the Bears Talk Underground... The second of three games in 11 days may just be the toughest one of them all as our beloved return to the national stage on Sunday Night Football to host the Minnesota Vikings, who are nipping at our heels in second place and looking to reclaim their spot atop the NFC North. Can the Bears keep the momentum going, or will they step aside for the defending champs? All of this and so much more on the Week 11 Preview episode of The Bears Talk Underground. Week number 11. Here we go. Bears Vikings Sunday night football. Super excited about this game. What's going on, everybody? Larry D back for the week 11 preview episode of the Bears Talk Underground. And uh, I know you guys don't like to hear me talk about these things. Uh, I've gotten your messages from all of you. But we don't have a guest tonight because I suck. And. I suck because my internet connection apparently sucks. And, and you know, you may have noticed the last couple of weeks with our guests, um, Sean Murphy and Jeremy Reisman, whenever I get my callers or, you know, callers or guests, I should say, online, whether it be Skype or the, uh, the, the program that I use to do my conference calling and stuff when we have to do it by the phone, um, the last two weeks especially has been really bad, especially towards the end of the conversation. I've had to go and post and edit the crap out of some of those interviews just to try to make them sound semi-normal. Well, this week when I had Chris Gates on, the, on Skype, it was another disaster. I had nothing but a poor connection alert on my Skype window the whole time. He was fading in and out. He was losing me and all that kind of stuff. So we switched over to the Uber conference thinking that maybe the phone call thing would be a little bit more secure. Couldn't have been more wrong about that. So, I mean, it was a failed attempt and um, rather than give you 20, 25 minutes of Chris talking like this, trying to get through the internet connection, we're just not going to have a guest while I try to figure out. So I need to get my, get on the line with my internet provider and scream at them because I'm spending a little bit too much money on my internet connection for it to keep petering out on me like this. So, uh, you know, it's like I'm a cord cutter, so I'm a streamer. I, I watch via You know i watch uh you know my tv i've got playstation view that's my my tv uh provider so i mean i don't have cable and um but i have you know cable as far as it's a cable provider that's giving me my internet and i'm paying a little bit too much money uh to get a higher speed and all that kind of stuff for it not to be working like this and it's it's ridiculous so we're gonna get some credits because larry d is pissed off about this so Anyway, got that off my chest. Now I feel better. And we've got this big game coming up on Sunday with the Minnesota Vikings. It is for first place in the NFC North. The Vikings coming in at 5-3-1, our beloved 6-3. On a three-game winning streak are the Bears. And I think the Vikings, are. they lost to New Orleans a couple of weeks ago on, I think that was also a Sunday night game, or at least one of the late afternoons, uh, America's Game of the Week or something like that. But they, they beat up on the Lions before we beat up on the Lions, and they were on a bye last week. So they're coming off a, a dominant win over the Lions with an extra week to prepare for this game. And um, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be a statement game for the Bears if they can win it, it definitely. And uh, national opinion of the Bears is shifting. That's uh, been a pleasant surprise to see. <laughs> but also kind of makes me as a superstitious person and i'm only superstitious when it comes to like football and things like that i'm not one of those walk on your crack break your mother's back kind of people that's not that's not how i get down but i am superstitious as hell when it comes to my team and with the bears having you know playing well for a while and you know the, you know, even over the years i'm talking historically whenever they've played well they've never really gotten their due from the national pundits Until it was, you know, until we got so far down the trough and then the Bears lose a playoff game and then all of a sudden it's, I told you they weren't that good. I told you, you know, I was right about them. They weren't that great. They, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, but we're getting a lot of love lately. I mean, I looked, every power ranking I've looked at this week, the Bears are in the top 10. I think the worst spot that I saw us get this week was nine or something like that. And the highest spot I've seen this week has been seven. So we're, entrenched and kind of that seven eight nine area seems to be the national average uh for the bears right now people are falling in love with our with our squad guys and uh it's nice to see so much to the point that the nfl has decided that to flex the bears into another sunday night game it's actually their next home game which uh we won't see soldier field for about a month after this well about three weeks or so Because we play on the road at Detroit on Thursday, next Thursday, a week from today as a matter of fact. And then we're on the road at the Giants before returning home to play the Rams. And that will be moved from noon to 7 p.m. Once again, a national TV stage for the Bears to play the Rams uh, on that game. And and guys, if, if we can pull off the win on Sunday against the Vikings... I love our chances against Detroit because they seem like an incomplete football team. We talked about it uh, in the review show the other day. You know, they a lot is going to have to change between this past Sunday and Thanksgiving Day for me to have any thought whatsoever that the Bears are going to steamroll the Lions. The home field advantage the only thing that really could help the the Lions is for the Bears to get is for the Bears to get into a slugfest with the, uh, the Vikings on Sunday. For that to be a knockdown, drag-out, old-school, NFC, black-and-blue division war, and that the Bears aren't fully recovered when they take on the uh, Lions on, on Thursday. That would be the only way that I could think was that we suffer some kind of injury or or whatever the case is. We're just not... Just got nothing left in the tank to be playing so quickly after such a physical football game. Otherwise... We got it over on Detroit in just about every phase uh of the game. So I mean, I, I I don't see the Bears losing. So if we can get past Minnesota this week, we got the Lions on Thursday. Then we got the Giants who are angling for the number one pick in the draft because they they didn't take their quarterback, so they figured they would, you know, go ahead and suck it right down the tubes to get the quarterback next year, uh, I guess. And um then after the the, the Giants is the Rams. So I mean things go our way on sunday we could be heading into this game with the rams on like a six game winning streak or something like that how awesome would that be but um you know getting ahead of myself here nonetheless another home game for the bears another sunday night football uh, appearance against the nfc favorite at the moment or um number two behind the the saints that is um but that's going to be a fun game uh as well i told you guys last week I think that, um, or earlier this week, I should say, that uh, I think the Bears can beat the Rams. I really do. I think that our defense is good enough to to stifle, at the very least, to stifle the offense uh, of the Rams. I don't know if we'll be able to outsmart Sean McVay, but I believe that we have the athletes to to run with them, you know, to slow them down at least on defense and their defense with even with all the studs and stars and everything that they have on their side you know they just gave up 31 points to the to the to the Seahawks uh on on Sunday they gave up 45 to the Saints the week before they they've been a basically a swinging gate defense for the majority of, of the season these guys have given up huge points and as we've seen this year the bears are in the top 5 in the NFL in scoring offense averaging just under 30 points a game i like our chances in that game man i really do if if there's a team you know, between the Saints and the Rams, that you know, who would you pick the Bears to have an easier time? I don't want to say easier time, but who do you give the Bears the better shot with? It's definitely for me. It's definitely the Rams. the The Saints on offense, they just scare the hell out of me. But uh, you know, the Rams, if we can slow them down on offense, we can kick their ass. I think. I think that's what what could happen if we could slow them down on offense. Their defense, talented though it may be not very good as far as keeping people out of the end zone they're they're like this year's version of like the 2011 Detroit Lions where their objective is to outscore their opponent as opposed to just winning the game you know what I mean so um but yeah that should be a good game week 14 is when that one is uh taking place and uh looking forward uh uh, to that by the way in case you couldn't tell we're in the news and notes section uh of the show um What else do we got? Oh, yeah. Mitch Trubisky is just uh, drowning in awards uh, this week. He's won two uh, awards for his performance over the uh, Detroit Lions, 23 of 30, 355, three touchdowns, no picks, and a rushing touchdown, and I believe it was good enough for like a 140-something quarterback rating or maybe 130, something in that area. Good enough to win him NFC Offensive Player of the Week and fedex uh air player of the week or something like that so the two big national awards that the uh that they hand out our boy won them both this week for his performance against the uh the lions making it look easy out there it was a pleasure to watch him do it and i hope that's momentum he can carry into this game uh on sunday against the vikings talk about him in a minute what uh what it's going to take uh to win that uh win that game uh, on Sunday. Um, speaking of which, um, what it's going to take to win the game on Sunday, Cody Parkey, who was, uh, let's just say he didn't have a good day, uh, against the, uh, Lions. And, um, I think, I think we've kind of drifted over into the area of making too much of the day that he had. Um, especially since it was, you know, fortunate for us, it didn't cost us the game. We didn't lose. We, we could do without the eight points that Cody Parkey cost us on Sunday. So everybody should be just kind of blowing it off. And, and I understand that with this game and, you know, coming right after it, you know, against Minnesota, every point is going to count. We're going to need Parkey to be a lot better than he was. And he's also missed some important kicks, uh, namely the overtime kick against the, uh, the Dolphins. We could have won the game if he makes that one. But uh, I actually put that more on Nagy than Parkey because Nagy did very little to put Parkey in a better situation, a more makeable field goal. I mean, parky has got a leg, you know, got the leg for days because that's definitely not one complaint you had about the four kicks that he missed against the Lions. Not that they were short, that they didn't have enough leg. He just, uh, his accuracy was obvious, banging him off the upright. Or or actually, you could say his accuracy was accuracy was Dead on, just uh, not in the way that we wanted it to be. But um, it was suggested that maybe uh, Cody Parkey spend some time in Soldier Field uh, kicking. And he, (laughs) here's where I say we've kind of drifted off into crazy land about this, because Cody Parkey and uh, Chris Chris Tabor, I think, is his first name. Tabor is his last name. Our special teams coordinator. Uh, went out there, and uh, the snapper, the holder, Pat O'Donnell, and uh, Patrick Scales would be the holder and the the uh, snapper, respectively, went out to Soldier Field under the lights and were kicking field goals yesterday. <laughs> and there were helicopters surrounding the field shooting this. Like, like seriously? Do we really need We It just wasn't enough to hear that Cody Parkey actually did it you had to send helicopters and cameras to film Cody Parkey kicking field goals on an empty field uh, at Soldier Field. That's where I kind of feel like we've drifted off into crazy land there. It's like, I understand this is a big game. I think Cody Parkey's going to be fine. Mason Crosby had a very similar day uh, against the Lions in Detroit in their loss to the Lions earlier this year. Um, You know, they ended up losing that game. I don't know if, I don't remember what the margin of victory was, so I don't know if it would have helped out uh, as much, but um, he bounced back, but he's also Mason Crosby and Cody Parkey. He's Mason Crosby yet Uh, anyway, but, um, and I believe he was added again tonight, or at least that's the rumor. He was going to go back to Soldier Field tonight and, um, you know, kick a few more uh, to get ready for this game on Sunday night against the, uh, the Vikings. So, Cody Parkey is working on Cody Parkey and trying to get himself in a position to help the Bears succeed in this all-important game uh, on Sunday. And um, uh, Coach Nagy was in a uh, press conference uh, yesterday, I believe, and basically challenged us as fans, as you know, more so those that are going to be in attendance on Sunday. Basically asking for you to shake the ground underneath the Vikings when they have the football, especially when they're, you know, on a third down situation, especially when they're in in inside the inside our red zone, when they're basically in scoring position. He wants the the uh, bare faithful. In Soldier Field to shake the very ground that the Vikings are standing on, he wants hell on earth, making it impossible for the Vikings to hear each other, and uh, hopefully it will force some kind of mistake that will work in the benefit uh, of our beloved. So, if you're hearing this and you're going to the game on Sunday, you got your uh, you've got your your walking orders. So uh, your marching orders, I should say. Uh, our 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 field general himself, uh, Coach Nagy, is asking for you to make as much noise as humanly possible when Minnesota has the football to make Soldier Field an unbearable place for them to be. So there you go. You got your orders. Now going into this game on Sunday, I am um I'm not looking forward to it. And and I know that kind of goes against everything that I've just been saying for the last few minutes, but um it's the truth, guys. I'm not looking forward to it. Why, you ask? Why are you not looking forward to this game, Larry? Well, I'll tell you. Fair uh Listener just because we're uh we're wearing the orange jerseys again on Sunday. Ugh. that's right we're um, the NFL flexed us into the Sunday night uh, platform so that we could wear orange jerseys on national TV so um yeah, so we're if 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 we lose, that's why we lost. We lost because we're cursed wearing those god-awful orange jerseys that I hate more than anything else in this world. I I really do just detest those jerseys. I mean, I saw a clip on Twitter today. I think today is the anniversary of Nathan Vasher's 108-yard uh, return against the 49ers. You know, the missed field goal, that crazy windy day in 2005 um, the, you know the crosswinds in Soldier Field—it was impossible to try to kick the ball. And Nate Vasher um, returned to kick 108 yards uh, for it. And I, I just—it was a cringe-worthy video because we wore orange that day uh, against the 49ers. It was incredibly hard to look at. I, I just absolutely—and I know that I'm beating this into the ground—but it's my goddamn show, so I'm gonna say what I want. I hate the orange jerseys. I hate the or I'm not looking forward to watching or looking at the game. I'm gonna I'm looking forward to watching it. I'm not forward I'm not looking forward to looking at it because those orange jerseys are horrendous. They are horrendous. And uh I hope we never wear them again. I really do. They are that bad looking uh to me. We had seven years of peace without those goddamn things and here they are back in our lives again. I don't want them to return. So Yeah, I I hate the jerseys, and I'm just going on record as saying is if we lose on Sunday, it won't be because of Mitch Trubisky throwing interceptions or the Bears giving up too many yards on the ground or whatever the case may be, whether Cody Parkey doinks another one off the upright or uh, anything else. We give up big plays. We give up another kickoff return. Whatever it is, that's not why we lost. We lost because we were wearing those jerseys on Sunday. That's why. That is why. So don't try to tell me different that we were outcoached or anything like that. And, you know, Leno had a bad game and couldn't block Daniel Hunter or whatever. No, no, no. We wore the orange jerseys. That's why we lost. I'm saying it right now. So you won't be able to convince me of any other reason as to why it went down the way it did. That's why it went down the way it did, because we wore those god-awful jerseys. And if we won, then we dodged a bullet. That's it. We, we dodged a bullet. They're, they were not good luck charms because we saw the luck that we had against Miami. Uh, we practically refused to win the game wearing those those damn things. And, uh, yeah, so if we lose on Sunday, that would be why. Not because the Vikings are better than us or because they outplayed us or they got a call that we didn't get. We were cursed because we were wearing those jerseys. That's it. So anyway, I think that's all I have for news and notes. So we'll go ahead and and shift gears and go into our actual game preview. Unfortunately, we're doing that without our guest, Chris Gates, this week. We look forward to having him back on uh, Week 17 with the Bears' annual season finale in Minnesota at U.S. Bank Stadium. Um, I'm hoping it's a meaningless game for the Bears, (laughs) and not because we're in last place and have no chance of of doing anything but hurting our draft position either, but because we're we're resting up for a playoff run or, or whatever, so... But anyway, this is definitely an important game uh, on Sunday, and I think that it's um, very much going to be won in the trenches. It, you know, the key matchup for me in this football game is is our offensive line against their defensive line. They're coming off of a 10-sack performance. They have an extremely aggressive defense that is loaded with talented players, from Daniel Hunter to Anthony Barr to... Um, Harrison Smith, the safety on the back end, they got some really great corners. They are a loaded defense. That's definitely our offense versus their defense. That's strength against strength uh, in this football game. And if we can keep Mitch upright and clean the same way that we did uh, against Detroit, we will run Minnesota off the field. But if they are able to get in Mitch's face and disrupt him – And, you know, because then his fundamentals go, then the ball will start sailing, incomplete passes, inaccuracy, so on uh, and so forth. I'm not saying it has to be perfect because Mitch does very well as far as moving around in the pocket. It's just that he's not uh, solid enough with his fundamentals when he is under pressure to also make the perfect throw, to make the right throw and so on and so forth. So I would just very much prefer... That our offensive line do what it did against Detroit and uh, keep the pocket clean, keep Mitch's jersey clean—that ugly orange jersey that he'll be wearing—but uh, keep it clean. And I believe that if we do that, we will have an outstanding evening uh, against the uh, against the Vikings on Sunday. That's that's the key for me is our offensive line in against their defensive line, and I mean that on the ground as well. You guys heard me mention last week or earlier this week in, in the uh, review episode after the lions game when we you know we didn't run the ball worth a damn against the lions and this is a team that has given up crazy yardage on the ground we got to be able to run the football uh, against the uh, against the vikings or the vikings will murder us on sunday they will just pin their ears back they will send the house because they know we're not going to run the ball it's basically the complete opposite of last year's offense where they loaded up the box because they weren't afraid for us to throw it. Well, this time they'll be daring us to throw it. You know, they'll be coming at us. They, they Zimmer's is, is aggressive like that. He will come after the Bears if we can't establish the run, which will act them. You know, cause for them to, you know, kind of ease up off the line uh, a little bit as far as coming with with blitz pressure and things like that. If we can't run the football, that might actually be the the death knell. Uh, for this offense because if we're not running the football they know we're going to be throwing it all the time they're going to send the house at us so we have to be able to run uh, the football so they have to play us straight up and that's that's super important so I'm hoping that Jordan Howard can continue the solid performances he's had against the Vikings uh, on uh, on Sunday night and and help us maybe we mix it up with some play action get some things going against this defense I don't think it's going to be a shootout I really don't. I don't think it's going to be a big back-and-forth uh, shootout. I mean, the Vikings are good on offense, but they're playing us, and our defense is on fire right now, absolutely on fire. The, the, the big key of the game as far as our defense and their offense will be is turnovers. If we force turnovers, we lead the league in points off of turnovers, uh, we're, and we're way up there in sacks and, and all the rest of that stuff, if we can force turnovers against this team, we will win. We will win the game. We absolutely will. I mean, that's something that actually Kirk Cousins himself made a point to talk about when uh, when they were talking to the Chicago media earlier this week. Was that you know if if we can win the turnover battle or avoid turning the football over at all, I like our chances uh, against this team because you can't make any mistakes. We've become that team. We've become the team you can't make mistakes. Uh, against you know you give the football back to them they're going to make you pay for it we lead the league in points scored off of turnovers so there's your evidence right there you give them the football they're going to put it in the end zone they're going to put points on the board and just make the afternoon or evening in this case that much longer for you so that is the key for us turnovers get in Kirk Cousins face get after him Make sure that Kyle Fuller looks like he is attached to Adam Thielen or Mukamura, whoever it may be, uh, on the offensive side. Uh, I want uh, Roquan Smith to get real acquainted with Dalvin Cook uh, on on Sunday night. And I would very much like for Akeem Hicks to introduce himself personally uh, to Kirk Cousins because I don't think we've played the Redskins since Akeem's been on the team. Uh, I think he'll enjoy that. But... um, that's uh that's what we need to do that that is the key on as the key to victory for minnesota is avoiding turnovers if they turn the football over the bears uh you know have proven that they will make you pay for it in, in the way of uh you know putting points uh, on the board so you know for the for the for the vikings whatever they can do to avoid those mistakes is what's key for them uh, on offense defense just needs to keep doing what it's been doing you get after the quarterback, another big performance, sack wise, like we had against Stafford uh, and company. Force a couple of those uh, turnovers that we both uh, that we put into the the end zone uh, on s- this past Sunday, and uh, we'll be golden, man. If uh, you know, it's it's real simple. <laughs> if we keep doing what we've been doing, that's that's a winning recipe for us. You know, the only thing that we really need to add to what we've been doing is a running game, a consistent, solid running game. And we have the horses. That's the thing. And I think that's what's most frustrating about the way that we're running the football. It's not like we don't have a guy that's capable of it. We have a beast in the backfield. And whether it's him not being used or the offensive line not doing its job, whatever it is that's holding up the running game, you know, whatever it is, we need to fix it we really do because running the football is going to be a reason why we don't make a deep run uh in the playoffs we're going to be need to be able to run the ball uh toward you know getting towards the end of the season we're going to need to run the ball against the rams uh in a couple of weeks we're going to need to be able to run the ball against the the packers when we play them week 15 to keep the, the clock rolling and Aaron Rodgers off of the uh of the field if we You know, find ourselves in a matchup with the Saints at some point in the playoffs. We're going to have to be able to run the football against them. So, might as well get started with it now. You know, the the Vikings aren't so potent on offense that we need to say we need to keep the ball out of Kirk Cousins' hands or or anything like that. They've got playmakers on that side of the ball Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen. They got Dalen Cook coming out of the the backfield. They've got a good tight end as well, and and Rudolph. These guys can, uh, they've got some talent on the offensive side. But they're not so scary that we're afraid of giving them the football. We just want to keep them off of the field as much as possible, wear down that defense of theirs, and and break their spirit, break their will via Jordan Howard running the football up their butt all night long. You know that's what I want to see from our offense. Uh, you know, getting after them and and being aggressive. And for the love of God, Nagy, stay aggressive. Stay the all all 60 minutes, man. I don't care if we're winning 51 to nothing in the fourth quarter. I want you trying to score a touchdown to get us to 58, man. Do not stop. The third quarter was easily the most frustrating quarter I've watched because Nagy took his foot off the gas and it gave uh, you know, uh Detroit a little bit of hope and, you know, for them to try to mount something in the fourth quarter. Uh, and come after us the game wasn't as completely out of reach as it should have been uh, at that point so if we can't we can't do that this week you stay aggressive until it's clear to everyone in the world that the Vikings have given up otherwise you stay after them you keep going after them until they're dead and buried you know that's what we have to do uh, against this team uh, on Sunday night so just get after them stay after them force those turnovers on defense because that will be the difference we get the football back in our offense's hands and it's up to god from there <laughs> the football gods uh if you will so i mean it's it's uh it's real simple in in my mind so and it's definitely possible we can definitely do this and i mean we've gotten we're getting a lot of love it's uh it's great to see and it makes me nervous all at the same time <laughs> but uh you know it's it's a uh, it's a good time uh, to be a fan, and then we get to this one. we take down the Lions on Thanksgiving, get a nice uh, mini buy to get ready for the Giants uh, in, in a couple of weeks. So I, uh, unfortunately, I think that's all I got. Um, yeah, that's what I was kind of uh, kind of working on uh, for this week. Um, oh yeah, one thing I did want to uh, mention. The uh, the bear underground stickers they are going fast, and uh, your opportunity to win one is going to come in a different form this week. So if you've already got your two, you have a chance to earn one more. And what you have to do, you have to write me a review on your particular app of choice. And if you don't, if if your app doesn't have a review section, get on iTunes, write me a review on iTunes. Send me a screenshot of it on Twitter at BTU underscore Larry. And if you're not on Twitter, I don't know what to tell you, but that's what I'm asking for. Go online, put a review on iTunes or Spotify, do it on Podbean. I don't care. Write a review. Show me that you wrote the review. Boom. Sticker for you. So and I'm going to start reaching out to uh, everyone who's um, who liked and shared the video uh, for the audio clips on uh, on Facebook. And for those of you who show me you're subscribed uh, on your particular podcast apps, I'm going to start reaching out to you guys to get your info, to start sending you some stickers. Now, next week, we're raising the stakes a little bit as far as the stickers, if we have any left, because um, my bookie is going to be doing a very, very interesting thing uh, for the Thanksgiving games. I, I, I don't think it's just for the Bears and the Lions, but... Um, it's what my, uh, Andrew Stevens, my CEO for the armchair network told me about, uh, today. And, uh, I would have talked about on the show, but I didn't have the new copy yet. So I just did the, uh, the old standard, what I've been working on so far, but, um, it's definitely something you're going to want to get in on. And that's how you're going to be able to win your sticker next week is, uh, you, you, you got to make a bet. So, and, and I'll tell you why. It's a, it's a win-win situation no matter what. you got to listen next week uh, to be able to find out. Now, the, how we're going to wrap this thing up is I'm going to tell you how next week's schedule is going to go with the Bears playing on Thanksgiving and compounded by the Bears playing on Sunday night. That's what makes this difficult because what I originally planned to do when the Bears are playing at noon was to basically do a knee-jerk reaction edition of the show, record it Sunday afternoon after the game, get that posted and and ready to go, so that one would be out and in, in, you know in the ether, uh, for you guys. And Jeremy and I are getting together on Tuesday night to record our preview episode, if my internet will cooperate for a change. And um, the the episodes are going to be broken up basically um, they're going to be broken up into pieces next week. So Sunday night, there will be an episode ish. It will be all knee jerk reactions. I will get that out for you guys. When the game is over, I will get those posted. You'll hear the knee jerk reactions that will go up on Sunday night, maybe a little before and after analysis from me. Then the actual review show that will come out on Monday. Then Jeremy and I are going to get together on Tuesday. The interview will come out Tuesday night and get that preview thing out Tuesday night. And then Wednesday night, I will do my review or my preview like I'm doing right now. And that's how we're going to break it down uh, for next week. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, boom. You got four shows to feed your appetite and and get you ready for this game. And then the review will be either Friday or Saturday, most likely Friday, I think. Uh, will come out because uh, um, I'm not I'm, I'm broke I can't do any I got kiss tickets to pay for so I can't do any Black Friday shopping um, yeah so Friday Saturday at the latest the review episode will be coming out so keep your eyes on uh, on the Facebook group or on Twitter to uh, to find out when the review episode for the Bears Lions on Thanksgiving uh, will be uh, coming out so um, so there you have it Sunday night, all knee-jerk reactions. Monday will be the review episode. Uh, Tuesday, Jeremy Reisman and myself previewing uh, the game and then my preview, my analysis, uh, news and notes and so on uh, on Wednesday and to get us ready for the Thursday morning football game between the Bears and the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. So there you have it. So to quickly recap, if you want to get yourself a BTU sticker this week, You got to go ahead and write me a review online, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever your podcasting app of choice is, preferably five stars. But, you know, I'm not going to demand that from you. Give me a review. Show me that you made the review. Boom. You got a sticker. If you already have two, you can earn yourself a third. That's uh, what we're doing. And then next week, you're going to have to make a bet in order to earn a sticker if you really want one. But I'm going to tell you next week why that is A win-win situation for you all right so come on back on sunday night you'll have the knee-jerk reactions maybe a little extra on the front and back end uh, of that maybe depending on how the game goes i might be pissed off and screaming about it who knows and you guys like me when i'm that way anyway i'm much more entertaining i think when i'm unhinged at times so come back on sunday for the knee-jerk reactions monday will be the review episode when i've had a chance to cool down and collect my faculties and then Tuesday Jeremy and I will uh, give it a shot with my internet connection and then Wednesday the uh, the preview, the, the rest of the preview will come out uh, as well so that is going to do it for the week 11 preview episode of the Bears Talk Underground. We'll be back on Sunday night and hopefully it's a victory Sunday night between our Bears and the Vikings on Sunday so until then, my name is Larry D and this has been the Bears Talk Underground.